What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back to Guild Fellows, your favorite podcast where we, every time I decide this is the halfway point in the campaign, it keeps getting pushed back. We are past halfway. We're doing season two forever. <laughs> this is going to be a It's lot. never ending. We need every a season like, two for season We're like season a 40 year old woman who hasn't yet uh, come to terms with the fact that we've turned 30. So every year it's so <laughs> <laughs> exactly what it is. Um... So, uh, where we last left off, the gang uh, had just finished um, burning down a paper mache mountain and are in post-revolutionary France. Um, Q has put uh, Charlemagne, whose last name is Bonaparte, by the way, Charlemagne Bonaparte and um, the baker known only by one name, uh, Veneta, in charge of the uh, rebuilding of the city. And... Uh, we are about to figure out what's going to happen next. Q has proposed to staying back in, uh, staying in Montaigne, and Arthur and Sinead have to figure out where they're going to go until Q teleports back onto the Lady Morrigan. First thing that we that needs to happen from Arthur's perspective is somebody needs to explain to him what the fuck just happened. <laughs> <laughs> so he's going to wait patiently for Q to finish their conversation with. Did you say his name was Charlemagne Bonaparte? Yep. Frenchy McFrench person. I can't wait. I, I, wish we, I wish we could go to America and have, like, you know, Washington McLincoln or something like that and show us around. <laughs> we'll meet Ronald McDonald himself. Um. <laughs> so Q is going to say to their new comrades, um... Okay, let me go and discuss with uh, my friends about plans for the future, and then perhaps we can get talking about the next steps for Muge and for the brother Montaigne. 
This plan is acceptable. Thank you. I really do appreciate it. They nod. Uh, Charlemagne Bonaparte nods. And they get busy to work. Cool. I walk over to uh, Arthur and Sinead. Um, so, how do you like my hometown? <laughs> uh, it's been quite crazy, to be honest with you. What the hell just happened? What was all that? What just happened? We didn't catch a word of it. Okay, let me let me see what happened. Let me see if I remember. Um, okay, so here's the deal. <laughs> happened like five minutes ago. Don't remember. It's the most cute shit ever said. Okay, give me a second to remember what just happened. Okay, yes. <laughs> okay, so here's the deal. Cute impression, Rob. <laughs> I, could, I didn't know you could do. <laughs> My goodness. Okay, so here's the deal. Um. They were going to uh, execute the Bella in a kind of pseudo-sacrifice way um, for being born noble. And she's kind of the younger sister of like my best friend. So it was like, I cannot let that stand. So I walked over there. I talked to them. I was like, hey, maybe we don't want to be murdering people. And they're like, we sure do like murdering people. And I was like, okay, well, I think that's like not a great basis of government. And So um, that's, that's I- what was happening when you grabbed that man's hand when he was about to swing his sword. Yes, perfectly. Okay, you're here with me. Well, I could get that much from the situation. Right. Um, (laughs) And then someone in the church, they still set the thing on fire. So we should probably like touch base on that one to see like, okay, we got people calm. Um, And then they were like, oh, who are you to talk about things? And I was like, don't worry about my name, right? Like, you don't know me. I'm just I'm just like the person who's saying good stuff. But then he was like, oh, well, if you're noble, I don't want to work with you. And I was like, I mean, I like I get it. But also, like, clearly you are just trying to recreate the system you just destroyed. And like, that's not very good. And he was like, well, I want to. Maybe I don't want to be good. And I was like, OK, that's shitty. And then I was like, we should rebuild the city. And he's like, I would rather die than rebuild the city. So then he shot himself, um, which was that, that part was where he shot himself. Right. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I yeah, picked no, up on, we go, on we got him that. shooting himself. So he was just a loony mm-hmm. then. He just had yeah no he lost was like mind. cuckoo for cocoa puff. Um, What's and a cocoa so, like, puff? Is that a is, it, is that a it bird? Is like, is that a bird? It's just like wheat with cocoa powder. Oh, I forgot you guys were poor. Okay, anyways. <laughs> um, <laughs> they they have okay, so cocoa too. puffs do exist <laughs> in this universe, but only for the rich people. <laughs> cocoa puffs. <laughs> Okay, you That's know what? canon. That is canon. Once, once, once we rebuild the country, then every child will have cocoa puffs in the morning. But um, yeah. So anyway, the so the, the fire that came from the church window—that was what was that? Yeah, that's that's one thing we need to deal with, and then also like one thing people... we need to deal with. What was yeah. it? Can anybody explain what that was? No, we should probably, like, I don't know, go up there and look at it, because I don't know what that is. I don't want to go up there if there's something that can fling fireballs. Eh. What are you just scared of everything all of a sudden? Aren't you magic yourself? Isn't that part of it? Look at my face, Sinead. I've had enough experience (laughs) with fire to know I don't want to be in a building that can cause emulations like that. What was that? Really? I've been struck by lightning, like, 12 times. While we go investigate the real danger. How does that sound? Yeah. There's other th- there's other things we need to touch base on. Though. Well, I, so that's, I didn't say that I was there, not okay, going to go up there. I just am expressing We're not walking there right now. Concern. We will put it back burner. Back burner. There's a lot of stuff I need to cover because apparently neither of you speak Montana. I, 
Okay. But you haven't really bothered to teach us any. Yeah. <laughs> well, you never asked. Oh, no I could literally teach you any language you want to know, and none of you have asked. That that is that is. We've true. been a bit preoccupied. <laughs> okay. The camera flashes to Regina taking over Votachi. Okay, go back. <laughs> okay. Votachi burning in the background. Anyway, so yeah, we need to deal with the fire thing. Do I need to help rebuild? Because if if they don't have like someone to guide them, it is just it's going to just devolve back into chaos. Some other like charlatan is going to come to power and start another cult and like do whatever and i'd really like to minimize the number of cults in general there's like too many weird shit going on since i've died um and then the other thing that is an option after we've you know kind of gone around and like you know settled in you guys get your questions answered to your curiosity is that i was thinking perhaps you two could start heading to avalon without me i could stay here while you're just doing the sailing stuff. Because we know I don't really do much on the sailing on the ship anyway. So you guys could go. I could stay here. Help get them started. Maybe come back on the way back from the north. We stop by here and check to make sure everything isn't devolved into another weird cult. Um, and then, you know, like a week from now, I just teleport to the ship. So you're saying that I would have to negotiate everything. Everyone we're one and two. On the way. Well, I can help that. you out. We'll be going to Avalon. That's familiar territory. Well, what power do you have? You're not the captain. Well, I'm an, I'm, or the first mate. I'm a knight. You got I no can, power. I can vouch for you to not get shot down by the Avalon Navy. I've got clout. <sighs> I'm sure, like, I'm sure between the two of you, between the two of you, I'm sure you can figure it out, right? Like, all you have to do is make sure the sink ship does not sink by the time... By one week's time. That's literally the benchmark. Is don't... I look at Arthur. Don't sink the ship. Listen, I blew up one ship <laughs> one time. That wasn't even ours, really. We'd been there for like half an it hour. It was the ship we... Any ship we are on is our ship, right? Like, that's this is a ship we don't want to sink. Maybe I should just confiscate your bow before we get back on my ship. How about that? You and to you... fucking try to I take say, looking at Sinead... She didn't mean it. Arthur's caressing this- his bow. She would never take it. <laughs> And to you, Sinead, this means that if I am not there, that you ask for help when you need it, so you don't accidentally steer the ship into something that gets it destroyed before I get there. I've been doing that with you on the ship. Like, I, I, I'm fine. I can, I can handle it. And if you can't handle it, what are you going to do? You're going to ask for help? Well, that was go- what I was going to ask. Is there a way that I'd be able to signal you, like an emergency signal, if we needed you? For whatever situation. For for a Q-only situation. I... Ah, oh, fuck. There, there may be. There may like, be. Like, you have your mark. Is there something I could do with your mark? Right? I think if you destroyed the mark, I would know. But, like, I should give but you not But then you wouldn't the be able to get I, I give you a smaller mark. I give you a something with a smaller mark. I give you, like, a piece of paper or something with a small mark on it, and then you burn it and the mark is destroyed, then I no longer have it. So if something is happening, you destroy it, rip it up, shred it, do something. Okay. I I like that. Okay, so you're going to stay here, just to recap everything. Mm -hmm. You're going to stay here. You're going to rebuild this country better than it was before. Yep, single-handedly. We are going to leave with a a new mark, new smaller mark. We're going to get to Avalon. To do our thing, whatever. And if we need you, 
I destroy the mark that you, you destroy the small mark. Yes. Okay. It is imperative the mark on the ship does not get destroyed because otherwise I will just be here until you come back to me. Right. So should we destroy the mark when we get to Avalon to signal to you that we're there? Yeah, I think that's probably good. Like the small one, yeah. Do you think that by the time we get to Avalon, you could credibly sell yourself as like, oh, like the de facto ruler of Mugay? No, like here's the thing. Mm. I'm... I I want to help Mugay be a thing, right? I want to help advise. I am not the leader. I am not a leadership person. I am adjacent to leadership person. So if whoever, whatever we get rolling wants me to talk on their behalf, that is fine. But I am not going to... That is not... Uh, it's not how I see myself. Well, okay. So just thinking ahead... The reason I ask is because it would really help get the ball rolling on getting help from the crown if I showed up with, you know, an adversary from Montaigne and the Prince of Odachi and just have a little bit more kind of political clout where it's like, hi, sorry, I haven't been on duty for two years. This is kind of what I've been up to because I, I think a lot's going to depend on whether or not we can get uh, the crown and its resources to help us out. I am happy to communicate on behalf of Montaigne to the crown for what I've done and what I plan to do in the future. But I think that me taking a leadership role as someone who is of noble blood would uh, be more detrimental than helpful in a few different ways. Well, I don't need to think about that right this minute. Um, Yeah. I think the plan sounds more or less good. So I guess maybe we take the day to get our supplies and then we ship off and you... Oh, and explore the cursed bell tower thing. Oh, yes. yeah, no, we For the ghosts or whatever. Shoot fireballs. We should probably do that. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, let's do that now. Should we go sooner yeah. than later? Actually, we're already walking that direction. We've been walking that way this entire time. <laughs> I've been walking that the whole time. <laughs> Arthur wasn't paying attention because he was so into the conversation. He looks up and he yeah. sees like the hole in the window where the fire came and is like, oh no. Why are yeah. we here? You're in fireball range. <laughs> the uh, the door is shut to Notre Dame. I pull or push on it. It opens. It's dark. Are there stairs? It's too or dark. Anything? What do it's, we see? It's too dark. There's None no of us lights. have dark vision. Okay. Do Do you have a torch? Um. I'm just going to grab a piece of wood and hold it up to the burning mountain of paper mache. <laughs> it's, it's kind of smoldering, so it takes a couple of minutes, but uh, it gets there. Yeah, you know, I'm buying an oily stick. rag. Yeah. Um, you have a homemade torch. This will last for cool. 30 minutes. Let's go. Alrighty. Uh, as, you, uh, enter the, uh, as you enter the cathedral and the light from your torch spreads throughout the hallway, you see a beauty of uh, gothic architecture. Um, braziers, braziers, bra- you know, the, the things you put, you put fire in in the Middle Ages. Braziers. Braziers. Down goes braziers. All right, so Not to there's... be confused with a brazier. Not to be confused with braziers. That's what I was thinking. That's what I thought <laughs> you were trying to say. In front of you, you can see uh, the church, the Church of the Prophets. It's beautiful, um, almost breathtaking. There's some light coming in. Um, 
as uh, it's about morning and the dawn's finally rising and it's pretty things are great um it looks like there's enough dust on there nobody's been in this place in a long time um the staircase leading up to the bell tower is on the far left and that looks uh like it's in decent condition for the most part um the pews are all empty altar uh, everything it's quiet and dead silent i begin um walking toward the stairs uh, you walk towards the stairs. The uh, echo of your footsteps um, pounds in your ears as the cathedral has incredibly good acoustics. Um, finally, you make it to the stairs, and you can see that there's um, brazzers along the hallway. I'm going to continue walking toward the room that I know the window is in. All right, uh, Arthur and Sinead, are you following behind? Uh, yes, and I have my cutlass drawn. Nice. Arthur also okay. has his short sword drawn, but is like, he's trying really hard to keep it together and not like appear to be scared, but he's clearly like a little bit still. What has happened? Being... Like, why are you so scared of everything? Arthur doesn't, <laughs> Arthur doesn't like fire, and this is a spooky church. That sucks because I'm like. 60% certain that we're gonna open this door and it's gonna explode. But, like, we'll see. <laughs> well, well, that's why he's justifiably scared. Alright? Yeah. Uh, you reach the top of the staircase and there's a thick wooden door uh, at the top. You, there's no... There's uh, a doorknob and... But there's nothing... You can't see through it. There's no holes. There's no... There's no window. There's nothing. Um, but from the amount of steps you just walked, you know that you have to be high enough this has to be the bell tower. I'm going to turn the knob. Turn the knob. Is it a pull door or a push door? (laughs) It is a push door. Hold up, I'll get get my dice ready. Okay. Wait. Should we knock? (laughs) What do we knock for? Well, what if some, polite what to somebody's these people? Well, that we just lets them know we're here. But what are we trying to do here? Are we trying to <laughs> kill something? Are we just... <laughs> I, I crack the door know. open. We've got to identify what the threat is. <laughs> you you crack the door open? Mm-hmm. I gotta roll... I gotta... This is gonna take a while to count up. I'm rolling 15 d10s. Oh, no! God. Oh, <laughs> what are we kidding, doing? I'm kidding, 15 kidding, d10 I'm kidding. damage. <laughs> Um, you open the door and crack it open. Uh, there's, it's almost dawn. It's still nighttime. You can't see anything. Nothing happens. It's dark. Well. Hello. <laughs> Hello. Uh, nothing. Hmm. <sighs> well, that was a di- bit of a disappointment. See, I knew there was nothing to be worried about. It's just an empty, empty bell tower. You hear a giant crash as fireballs explode in, in, in the room. None of you guys are damaged, though, because the door's only cracked. Fuck! Oh my god, what the hell? And Arthur runs out. <laughs> he's, he's already down the stairs again. Okay. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. Men. Okay. Um, yeah, men are the only things that hate fire. <laughs> yeah, men are canonically very flammable. <laughs> okay, the explosions go off. 
I, yep. um, I press the door a little further. Uh, you can see what looks to be a noble uh, Montaigne looking very scared um, as a... You can't see what it is because it's obscured by the bell, but it looks to be something firing, something flaming. Arthur calls from downstairs. Did you guys figure out what it was? Shut <laughs> up, shut up, shut up. I am, um, I kind of glance at the noble. Noble looks back at you and he mouths, help me. Uh, I'm going to motion to Sinead to kind of help pull him because she's like stronger. Yep, yep. I, um, help, I help whatever needs to be done. And uh, I'm going <laughs> to. Continue. Oh, I was going to say, and I'm going to circle around very cautiously with the bell tower. I have my torch out as it illuminates the space around me, and I am creeping around to see what the source of the fire is. The source of the fire is a ball of fire that's floating above uh, above the, of the ground. It's just kind of floating there. Hmm. And who might you be? I'm trying to noble the ball. The ball of fire. Ball of fire says, <clears throat> My name is Mikael. I've come in the name of the Church of the Prophets to destroy the cult. Mission accomplished. Can we please get rid of this noble? Why do you care about killing the noble? Well, not gonna lie here, he keeps trying to fight me. I don't know why he's so scared. Um, it is. Probably because you are a, taking the form of a ball of fire, and he is uh, scared of fire. Men tend to be very scared of fire. <laughs> he says, this is much logic. You must be immortal. I must be immortal? Yes. Amortal or immortal? Amortal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, are, what are you? If I, you don't mind me asking. Uh, I do mind you asking. Uh, sorry. Okay. Okay. Uh, well, I'm still asking. Who's the who's the short one with you? She's like four feet tall. She's a lead five two. Um, she's she's my friend. She is um, my captain. Anyway, um, big enough I, to fight you. Oh, uh, we're not fighting right now. Oh, is that okay? Here's what's gonna no, happen. No, we're not fighting. I am going to punch the French noble unless your short friend can uh, has the guts to stop me. What? Yep. The guts. This is why I not, this is why I stopped going to church. The guts. That's, <laughs> you're, you're worried about me having the guts to fight you. Uh, it starts drawing back like a cartoonishly like jacked fist of fire, and it's about to slug the French noble. I let go of the French noble, and I take my cutlass and I try to slice it in half. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fire slices in half, and Michael goes, "Ow, that hurts! You cut off my arm." And it uh, goes <laughs> and scoops the fire back and says. You got guts. And then the ball of fire disappears. <laughs> See, problem solved. That's it. Um, Sometimes you can solve things with violence. <laughs> that is true. Um, the French noble stands up and says, Thank you. I'll be going then. Okay, well, uh, you say that. No, no. Who are you? Do I recognize him? Uh, yes, this is um, the man of. Uh, he's uh, of House Ideal. Okay. Uh, you will not just be going now, because if you just, like, run out there and do whatever, they're probably gonna, like, try and kill you or something. He says, nobody can kill a noble ideal. 
By the way, oh Sinead, God. you get a hero point. <laughs> no. Oh, my God. This is literally, this is why they burned the city down. <laughs> I'm counting that. You said it, so I'm counting it. Yeah, no, yeah, you, uh, <laughs> you sort of hit the end here for like, to defend the noble ideal. <laughs> Literally, I love it. You love to see it. You love to see the puns work in our favor for once. Stop frowning, Rob. This is funny. Okay, uh, he says, um, "Well, to be honest, I, I think I'm just going to uh, give all of my worth to the people and start restart as a farmer." Really? Yep. You're just going to do that out of the goodness of your heart. I'm a very noble man. Hmm. Idealistically. Well, you are going to return to the city. We are going to reallocate your money, but as for your future job, we will see whether farming suits you. The idea is to be as noble as possible. And okay. he starts walking away. Oh my god. Okay. Let's goes, go tell Arthur it was a ghost. All right. Well, how do, how do we know that the fireball won't come back? Uh, the cult is gone, so... I mean, I'm going to be here for the next few days, so, like, I, I will do it, but it's, it's not here now, so, like... Well, I just swiped it with a sword, so now you know how, yeah, how, how to get rid of it for a few hours, probably. Oh, uh, that's good. I'm really good <laughs> at swiping things with the sword. Um, I think I think Mr. Noble Ideal passes Arthur, like, down the stairs, and Arthur, like, stops him and, like, puts his hand on his chest, he's like, hey... Is that fireball gone? He goes, I know, right? Fireballs. They're terrifying. That thing fucking sucks. I was so I scared. Gosh, it's just those fires are I, so scary. Honestly, you're my hero for staying in there dude, for so long. Dude, it was not by choice. I just couldn't leave because I was paralyzed with fear because it was fire. Hey, man, it's over now. Great job. Dude, it's dude, over. You go, dude, power to you, bro. And he gives you like a bro hug. Is this one on my fraternity, brother? Who the fuck is this? Guy? <laughs> <laughs> this is the flammable fraternities. Yes, all. It's, it's a, a group men of... against fireball fraternities. <laughs> that we a all group, a group of you guys are are pro. You guys all get along well with your anti toxic masculinity and flames. Sometimes that's just how guys make friends. We just like have like one tiny thing in common, and then we build an entire relationship upon like a grain of sand. It's like yeah. two guys will like show up to class one day both wearing stripes that won't know each other and they'll just be like, bro, stripes? And they'll be like, stripes! And they'll sit together and then we'll be friends for 40 years. Men are so weird. Yeah. No, we're ridiculous. It, but it makes sense. If someone sense wore stripes when I was wearing stripes, I would have to kill them so I would be the only one. Much yeah. like Highlander. So yeah. anyway... Um... <laughs> so Arthur goes back up the stairs to, to re, uh, rejoin his companions. Um, the fireball is gone, Arthur. <laughs> Oof. So, what was it? Well, I guess you'll never know, will ya? What? No, oh, you can't just do that. You literally ran away. Like, you're half the muscle. What do you think I'm supposed to do if How something attacks me? How are you me? even a knight of Avalon? How does that even work with a scary pants like you? You are literally a baby. It's not like it was a fucking mouse. It was a hovering ball of flames. It was a literal... Well, I don't know. Was was what was it? It was just a. a you didn't know what it was because you were too scared to fight it. I don't think you guys have any answers at all. I don't think that you guys even know what it was. Arthur, no. I'm, I'm. Something is off here. I don't like fire. Okay, but like, not just you not liking fire. There's something weird here. 
What, what's going on with Arthur today? Am I going insane? I watched a man kill himself. I watched you stop an execution and then a fireball fall from a church that I thought almost emulated you. Immolated mm-hmm. you. And then we investigate and we find a giant floating ball of fire. I feel like I'm totally within my right to be scared of all that. I'm not completely jaded. Do you need to talk about it? Oh, fuck off. Do you need to talk? <laughs> no, fuck off the both of you. Oh, both of you act like you've never had emotional crises, like you're not f- are scared of anything. So what, that we died and saw the underworld? Yeah, we get in fights all the time, but I'm still afraid of death. I like living enough to be, you know, smart enough to be afraid of things I don't You understand. literally went to hell for like 15 minutes. Well, and it was I like to point out, I was... Than that. It also was, in hell for 15 minutes, right? And, and I've been struck well, yes, by lightning several times. Well, yes, you were brave enough times. to face this, whatever it was. I was on top of the thing being immolated, right? <laughs> like. <laughs> and like we die, I just hang out with my girlfriend, though, so, you know. Bravery and idiocy are two sides of the same coin. I'm just saying, it wouldn't feel very stupid if I was the only one that didn't get burned to a crisp when we entered that room. Yeah, whatever. Bravery and idiocy, idiocy are two sides of the same coin, and I'm fucking loaded. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm Googling what immolation is. It happens when somebody is killed or offered as a sacrifice. Gotcha. All right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, it you guys are you guys going to climb down from Notre Dame, or is there something else you want to do while you're here? No, I feel like we've unlocked all the, the achievements in this place. Um, a giant it's no longer grayed out on the map. As you guys, uh, as you turn around to leave, a giant hunchback uh, falls behind you, Q. Otherwise, you say, I think we've done everything here. Wait, is he dead? No, he's alive. He just... Wait, he... Oh, he follows or falls? Falls. Like, he, like, drops down from the ceiling. Oh, okay. <laughs> Hello? What the fuck? He jumps back into the ceiling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Like anyway, this was just this was just a, a joke. This be. was just a joke that the that our GM wanted to make. So there's okay. no actual content behind it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Hello, everyone. I hope you're having a good Wednesday. We have just released season four, episode thirty-three. And um, I wanted to say thank you for waiting so very patiently for this episode. And I wanted to come on here to say that we have officially wrapped season four. Um, Kind of crazy. Um, And what that means is the very next episode is going to be the last episode of Guildfellows ever. (laughs) Um, Kind of crazy insane insane um it'll be the last like regular like story episode we're going to have a season four wrap episode as we always do and then we're going to have a podcast post-mortem wrap up whatever 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 so as you're hearing this if you're in our discord channel uh our question channel will be open for both season four questions and podcast overall questions. I think we're probably going to like go season by season and just kind of reflect and see how far we've come and all this stuff. Um, 
But take this as the opportunity to kind of, you know, talk to all of us as a unit for the last time, possibly. So, um, yeah, that's that's what we're going to do, um, which also means this is going to be my last announcement, update, whatever thing ever, probably. So, um, yeah. I don't know. That's really all I kind of have to say. I'm a little behind on our social media pages, so I apologize for that. But um, we'll we'll get there. We'll catch up. And um, yeah, next week's going to be the very last story episode, season four finale. And then um, I'm not 100% sure when the wrap up episodes are going to happen. They may not happen for a while. Simply because a lot of us are busy um, and we're just kind of working around our schedule. Um, So they might not happen for a few weeks. We're going to try to squeeze them in eventually. Um, We're going to try to squeeze them in quick. But if they don't happen for a minute, then they won't happen for a minute. But they'll definitely at least come out this summer. I will make sure that happens. (laughs) Um, They'll come out as soon as I can wrangle everyone together. So, um, yeah. That's, that's it, I think. That's all I really want to say. I don't really need to go into the regular spiel that I do because, I don't know, it's it's almost over. Um, yeah, thank you to Arcane Anthems for the, the theme song, as always. Um, and thank you to everyone who has listened uh, thus far. And I'll, we'll get into it more once those wrap-ups come out. Um, but... Yeah, that's that's what I've got. Thank you for listening. Um, that's all I've got for you guys today. We love you all so much. Keep your heads up. Stay safe. We love you. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. You guys make it out of Notre Dame. It is almost daybreak. It is a beautiful, 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 crisp, like 65 degrees. The smell of rotting flesh has almost completely left the air. Um, and people are hard at work rebuilding the city. You can see the Lady Morrigan uh, anxiously waiting, waiting your return. And uh, some sort of weird anthropomorphization of a ship uh, and the harbor. And uh, the entire city before you is... Um, uh, lit up with uh, brazzers with slight uh, amounts of flames. You can see everything because you're at the highest point in the city. <clears throat> it is quite a lovely view. Yeah, I used to see it almost every day. Well, it's kind of neat, you know. If the rebuilding goes well, you'll have in your lifetime see it, seen it, you know, at its peak and then burn to the ground, but then risen again. It's kind of, I don't know, poetic. Hmm. There's a lot standing between now and then. Yeah. Well, I guess we get to work. <sighs> I'm tired, though. We stayed up all night. Yeah, I'm going to see if there's a place we can sleep, perhaps. Um, then head back to the ship. The... um. From what you can see on top of the hill, you can see the uh, the hotel that you guys stayed in. Well, what's left of it from? We're not, uh, we're not on the same side of the ago. country, my dude. Um, it is the 
Oh, shoot, you're right. You're so right. Never mind. You can see a similar looking. It's part of the same franchise. This is like a Marriott thing. <laughs> Wrong Montaigne City. Um, it's like a Marriott. You can see a hotel. It's uh, mostly standing. Um, it's really one of the few buildings that are. Um, or there's makeshift ends out of like plywood and rubble. I think Arthur will just probably go back to the ship. Yeah, same. Um for right now, I'll probably stay in the city, kind of, you know, see that everything that has seemed to die down stays relatively calm. I want to be kind of close to it. Any touching words of uh, goodbye before you guys take your leave for the next six days or so? Not the... Ah, I was... Nice. <laughs> well, it looks like... I'm oh, sorry, continue. <laughs> goodbye for now. Yeah. We'll be reunited soon. When about should we expect you? Um, I will plan for seven days, um, but if you... Oh, I, I give them the mark on the paper as we're talking. Um, but if you destroy this, I will come immediately. Uh, as I hand them the piece of paper that bears the mark. Yoink! Okay, um, and if you don't appear within seven days... Should we just keep waiting? Should we come back for you? Uh, if I don't appear within seven days, just continue northward to get the, the ship hole and then um, just come back by on your way down. Okay. Well, uh, stay safe. I'll do my best. You too. With that, you guys make it off to the Lady Morgan, leaving Q to rebuild their hometown from the rubble. Uh, when Arthur and Sinead arrive at the Lady Mulligan, you find uh, Giuseppo uh, standing uh, standing on the deck, uh, giving orders, trying to keep everything uh, in control. And you see that things are actually running pretty well under Giuseppo's uh, direction. Ship is clean. The sun is shining. The, the, the tank is clean. The ship is clean. Things are great. Sinead, did we, did we leave him in charge? Uh, no, I certainly didn't leave him in charge, but, you know, I trust my crew. They know what they're doing. I will, uh, chalk this up to them doing their jobs in the, in my absence rather than Giuseppe's uh, leadership. So Unless take, he can prove Should we take the piss out of him, then? Uh, go ahead, I guess. Uh, how, how well is the ship running? Like, what is he, what is he doing? Give me some more. So yeah, what is, is he doing? He's like, saying, Arthur needs to evaluate. All right, everybody, it's happening. The captain is almost back. Raise the sails. You there, polish the cannons. You do ship things that I know so much about because I'm not the 21st century Oklahoman man. Um, <laughs> and uh, he's giving orders. Uh, there's people scrubbing the deck, getting it clean. There's people um, making sure that the cannons are in working order. Uh, the ship sails are... Uh, the the ship sails are going up. The Lady Morgan's flag is being raised, um, and uh, some of the 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 pirates are uh, busily putting together maps and navigation charts. Not a bad welcome back. If I'm going hmm. to be completely honest. I'm suspicious. Oi there, Giuseppo. That Arthur. Right, what can I do for you? Soldier, who put you in charge here? Uh, <clears throat> well, 
I'll be honest, I've been trying to get better at uh, leadership, so I just put my name in the hat. Mm. Your name in the hat? How else would you choose a captain? Choosing a captain? We were gone for less than 24 hours, you nincompoop. Who provided the hat? I would like to know immediately. Uh, He says, well, in in the fairness, I, I provided the hat. So this was your idea to 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 quote unquote choose a captain. Uh, I was Enrique. I'm a sir. I am a <laughs> Enrique comes running up. Bring the <laughs> stick, Enrique. <laughs> <laughs> and he says, "Hi, Captain, you're back." Did How you encourage you? this? Did you encourage this? No, I actually voted against it. Okay, good. You may go. Okay, Enrique scurries away. <laughs> Sefo <laughs> says, uh, I'm sorry. I I did not mean for this to happen. I was just trying to. What do you mean you didn't mean for it to happen? You did it without I permission. I was just trying to take care of the ship. Okay, well, you should have asked beforehand. This isn't your ship to run. Listen here, you emaciated imbecile. We have a chain of command for a reason. So you, making yourself captain and running the ship in our absence is mutiny. Do you understand? Look me in the eyes and tell me you understand what I'm saying to you. Um, Chinzo runs up and he says, <clears throat> Sir, sir, Sinead, um, we did not mean for anything to happen uh, that would upset you. But I will say it was Chinzo, a bit- listen. You've had a big mouth on you recently, and I don't want to hear from it right now, so you may go. <laughs> okay, Chinzo scurries off. Jeez, um, <laughs> I'm trying to think of who's on the ship. Uh, one of your navigators, uh, a, um, a Castilian, says, Captain, Captain, um, I've, I've got to tell you, uh, we were absolutely a mess before Giuseppo put us all together. Why were you a mess? Why? Why was it not normal? Like normal? It wasn't like normally, it's when I'm not so here. You're, you're telling me this place was in such shit shape that this imbecile had to take <laughs> over for you. What's been going on here? He says we're all NPCs, and the player characters left. We're running on minimum processing power. <laughs> Do you know how hard it is to run a ship while you're T-posing, Arthur? I would throw all of you off the edge of the ship if we had a plank big enough. So thank the Lord that we don't have a gallows, or else all your heads would be rolling <laughs> okay they the crew starts running at, at even better efficiency than while Giuseppe was running it wow. like you can eat off of the off of the floor like the ship is uh the the flag is raised all the way up the navigators invented gps like they are scared for their <laughs> lives things get so violent when q is taken out of the picture is all i'm hearing <laughs> I can't um, believe Q's the voice of reason. I wow. will say everybody's screaming at each other as everyone's like, "Did you hear them? We're doing it. We are doing like an A minus work, and we're gonna lose our heads unless we do an A plus work. Step it up. We gotta be able to eat off these floors. We ask oh for God. very simple things. You do your job, and you don't betray us. And you did Arthur, neither of Arthur, those things. Arthur, you're at an eleven. Take it to like a seven. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Arthur. Arthur comes we don't down rule pre- with an iron fist around here. We do the positive. Uh, what is it called? The po- positive reinforcement method uh, around here. Arthur calms down immediately and like talks to Sinead in a lowered voice. 
This is this is all military tactics stuff. This is what they would do to us during. I training. don't run my ship on military <laughs> tactics. Well, and, and, and that is and that is why there is no discipline when we leave. No, you just let them get away no with everything. There's no discipline because Giuseppe has a big head and decides that he thinks that he knows what's right. Well, and in the military, that would get you executed, and we're stepping back from that. So I think we've reached a point of compromise here, and how we can effectively run the ship. All right, oh if you God. want them all to hate you, then go ahead. Listen, they'll learn to love the discipline that I bring to their lives. I don't think so. They <laughs> oh have one God. purpose on this ship. They each have their own job, and you yelling at them well, to do and it. clearly whatever force exists within them that compels them to be useful is not working in our absence. So we have to teach them some valuable lessons about how shit gets done around here. Oh and my it starts God. with accountability. We're leaving. We're leaving. Get ship, the ship only- ready to leave <laughs> All right, now. we're zooming. <laughs> the camera zooms out. And <laughs> you bickering. As Giuseppo, like, looks at you back and forth like he's watching a tennis match. And every time Arthur's like, I mean, Arthur's like, he would have been executed in the military. And Sinead is like, because Giuseppo's got a big head over there and he's just watching this thing set about him. For He's afraid we're going to kill him on the spot. It just keeps going and going and going. Uh, meanwhile, um, uh, Enrique up there uh, tying the ropes looks down and uh, he's like, ah, it's like old times. Despite you guys being old gone old for like times. 12 hours. <laughs> Um, the ship casts off and you guys enter the high seas once more. Okay. Um, so Sinead, we're going to have one possible encounter on the way to Avalon. Uh, you will not have Q to talk the, uh, you guys' way out of it. Um, per usual, please roll. Yeah. And was- apparently Q is the glue that keeps this ship <laughs> below boiling point. <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> Arthur was the one that got, you know, it just kept escalating and escalating. <laughs> well, it's it, so this is just like fascinating to me because like that is how like all coaches and like sergeants and like a lot of like male oriented team like leaders like actually do like training and stuff like that. Like all the things I just said were shit like I would get told like on the football field, you know. That is not how my softball coach talked to me. If he <laughs> well, had right. talked to me it's that right. way, I wouldn't. I would have just stood still. That, I'd been like, "No, now I'm not getting the ball." <laughs> that was literally that was nice compared to the way my basketball coaches talked to me. Yeah. See, why? See, why do your coaches it. insist on verbally abusing you for a sports game? Because yeah. they're afraid of fire. <laughs> my guess. coach was a guy. Um, I think. I think it just has to do with like. Well, okay, you got to think about it from the coach's perspective, right? Like, you are, like, a man in your 30s who needs to not only have the res- the respect of a group of unruly male teenagers, you also have to get them to do, essentially, physical labor that they don't want to do. So you have to, like, use some pretty, like, blunt techniques in terms of, like, motivation and, like, how you talk to them. I like, think it, it, that's it, bad and wrong, like, so many things about high school all football. Right. Brendan, yeah, what am I yeah. rolling? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying it's right. I mean, I, like it's it's all I'm saying is that it's effective in controlling like you know people that are on a team like scenario. Whether or not that's healthy is a completely different thing. But that is how like that is kind of true to life. And the military is even worse. I mean, that is kind of different. And because like you have to train these people to go to war. I mean, and that's what our bad knows. and wrong. What, Let's what go back rolling? to the fantasy games. What what am I rolling? What am I rolling? You're rolling resolve plus sailing. 
Resolve plus sailing. Got it. Um, which is your highest rolls, which is interesting. Yeah, and it's first it time you rolled sailing, so that's a lot of dice. Um, so here's the thing. Um, you roll a zero, and uh, during the the chaos of the of the of the revolution and the the militia and stuff, some stray bullets uh, from muskets have uh, hit a few things. There's a bunch of damage in the ship. Somebody fired off a cannon. Uh, and you didn't notice it yet, so uh, you just slowly, the ship is sinking. Um, you roll a one, and you are um, confronted with a pirate ship much larger than yours that would like to take you over. You roll a two, and you uh, find your way to a, a small, medium-sized sea monster um, that is about equally matched combat-wise as your ship. Um, you roll a three, and you're going to be having a random encounter that is slightly uh, less powerful than your ship. Uh, if you roll a four, you get a beneficial encounter, and anything more than that, you can bank for later. I got and three. Course, you got three? All right. Would you like to um, use any of your bank sailing raises to get the beneficial bonus counter, or no? No. Gotcha. I use the three. I, I, need, I want to sail, save them for the whale. I feel like the whale is going <laughs> to... <laughs> gonna fuck us up. So I feel like that's, that's a good call. That is true. Okay. Um, and when we fight the whale, we'll be glad that we have a well-disciplined crew who's ready for the scenario. <laughs> okay. And can we're do high-pressure scenario. We're done. We're done because I'm gonna have to say stuff, and you're gonna say stuff, and there's a plot we got to get on. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't, I don't is, disagree with oh the wrong and word. bad. I'm just saying that it's like not. It's just funny to me that you guys are so shocked that this is, would be set on a pirate ship. But <laughs> um, all right, let's go. So, here's what happens. Uh, for the third time in a row, you use your raises to get the the, the encounter that's uh, not as powerful as you guys. You guys are just bullying other ships. Bullying you ship, find yeah. a uh, a dingy-looking a dingy-looking uh, dingy ship uh, full of Usurians that pull Didn't up alongside... Did you say it was going to be a monster? I thought that was thought the second was monster. one. Second oh. one was a monster, okay. wasn't it? Third one was just a random encounter. Oh, okay. Um, Got it. If Go. I'm wrong about that, whatever, close enough. <laughs> Fix and post. Um, and uh, you find a Usurian ship, dingy looking, clearly not as large as the Lady Morgan, sailing upside. Um, it's got cannons primed, and a Usurian man comes to the top of the ship, uh, the, the bow of the ship, and waves and says, <clears throat> We will be taking ship now. Uh. No, I don't think so. We're in good graces with your Serena, so I I wouldn't be doing that if I were you. Your Serena? Yes. And how do you know Serena? Uh, we saved her life, I think, multiple times. So uh, we can show you her gifts that she gave to us for proof, if you would like to do that. What is her first name? Nina. What does she do for a living other than Serena? She's a ballerina. <laughs> you expect me to believe the leader of a country's name is Zarina Nina, the ballerina? Yes. Do you know You're... your own country? You're okay. <laughs> the ship like turns around and sails away. <laughs> He's like, no, you have good, you have good experiences with Russian people. <laughs> do not stereotype Wait, I thought leaders. the whole thing was that her country was overthrown. It was. But the pirates so, are loyal okay. to They her. don't know yet. They've been on a ship on the other side of the <laughs> Yeah, they're pirates. The They've been out on the sea for a while. Sure. No. Fair not, enough. Not, Fair enough. Not up on current events. Don't make me do more. I don't want to do more. <laughs> Got rid of them easy. 
Yeah, we can um, we can set Giuseppe up on the cannon deck and just fucking go crazy out here. Good. <laughs> <laughs> um, you guys keep sailing along to Avalon. Um, and that was the only encounter since you rolled so well. Um, you make it there. It has been six days, so you have one day when you're in Avalon before uh, assuming everything goes to plan with Q that they will um, join you guys. How would you like to spend your day in Avalon? As you is the question, and I, want, I say that beforehand so you can think about while I describe the scene for the fans. Um, uh, Arthur, you see uh, the shore of Avalon. You see the white cliffs of Dover. Um, they are beautiful, as beautiful as you can remember. Um, it has been almost a week at sea, and seeing land again is already a welcome sight, but seeing land that is yours, uh, you're filled with immense feelings of nostalgia and, um, not nostalgia, but you just, you, the familiarity. Um, you have been to hell, France twice, Venice, you've seen every weird thing in the world, and now you're seeing your home again. Um, whether you're sad or happy or, you know, all that is up to you. Um, but it is incredible after two years of not being home to see it again. The forests are uh, upon the ridge, and you can see them going deeper and deeper onto the island. Um, there's a couple cottages and castles and things dotted about in the distance. Um, you can't quite make out where they are or who, to whom they belong, but you can see that there are man-made structures around, idyllically dotting the countryside. Um, just to the east of the, the White Cliffs, there is a dock um, after a very steep de- uh, sl- after a very steep decline from uh, the cliffs uh, which many Avalonian ships are docked. There's a few um, ships just around that all look to be uh, trade routes. You would be the only pirate ship there um, but you guys don't look too piratey so up to you on how to approach uh, make your approach. Um what is the plan? You guys have finally reached Avalon. Um, what city is it? This is the city of... Uh, are we at the capital or are we at like, just a port city? Uh, how do you put it? Carleon? Yeah, Carleon. So that's the, that's the yeah. capital. How is it the capital? Oh my goodness. Yeah, that's where Queen Elaine hangs out. Oh my goodness, so you do end up at the capital. Wow, the capital is the one facing Montaigne. Well, that's nice and safe. <clears throat> yep, so C-A-R-L-E-O-N. Carleon. Okay, got it. Well, it's, it's, it's British. I know, so I'm, I just, know. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just. <laughs> I gotcha. From my own memory, yeah. Uh, and also, it's not the English Channel, it's the Montaigne Avalon Strait. <laughs> Very creative, John Wick. Are you kidding me? <laughs> So you guys sail in from the Montaigne Avalon Strait <laughs> instead of the English Channel. Uh, you can see the beautiful, beautiful outskirts of Car uh, of Carleon and um, the entire city's buildings uh, in the distance. Um, you can sail directly into the city's ports or start out uh, out on the the suburbs on the countryside by the cliffs. Um, I'm thinking we stay by the countryside. I, yeah, Arthur 
and well, I guess we could we could talk about this in character. Um, well, I don't know. We don't need to. It's just like a few sentences. Yeah, I think we should stay by the by the cliffs anyway. Um, yeah. So we don't make such a grand entrance because I think yeah. Arthur is feeling like he's going to have to approach his reunion with the uh, the ruling class of Avalon with some tact and some care. Um, he needs to get he needs to get in touch with a few people before he can just like show up in the queen's court, you know. So. Dang it! I was gonna have a lot more fun with that. Anyway, um, you guys pull up. You guys roll up to show the... up to Avalon. It's a fucking mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> you guys roll up to the um, uh, to the dock, and uh, you're at a fisherman's port uh, with just various um, ships. None of them are military because those are all at Carleon. Um, but um, you're just kind of another pseudo pirate ship kind of hanging out there and uh all the avalonians are looking like hello look at that i haven't seen that flag before i was like oh there might be pirates except they haven't shot us yet so probably not everyone's like my goodness do we have to talk like this all the time he says absolutely we do yeah you had so much time to practice um (laughs) i certainly did before we got here (laughs) so yeah you've dug your your own grave with this one sir (laughs) Yeah, you better be practicing your Irish accent just in case we Jeez. somehow I, end up in Ennis more. <laughs> I can do an Irish accent. Um, Thank you. So just not right now. Um, Arthur will um, introduce himself, I guess, to whoever's like taking the tolls of the dock, whoever's like checking ships in and out. Got it. Uh, there is a, a man who uh, dressed just as you would find any um, Avalonian uh, dock worker. And he's got a clipboard out, not clipboard, he's got a, a ledger, like a large book, and he's got a fountain pen, he's scribbling down names of chefs, and he goes, <clears throat> Hello there, what can I do for you, sir? Hello and good morning. My name is Sir Arthur, I'm a knight of Avalon and Queen, of a- Queen Elaine. This here is my my ship, it's been uh, accompanying me back to Avalon, and we'd like to uh, to check in. Um, I don't believe so, uh, Sir Arthur is dead last I checked. Thank you, that, be on your way. And he goes back to scribbling. <laughs> I would understand why you think that. The movements of a knight are not uh, particularly well known, as it should be. But I can assure you I'm very much alive, if a little bit torn up. Uh, no, you're not. Thank you, though. And he turns around. <laughs> um, <laughs> fine. All right. Uh, so you don't believe me, then? You just, yeah. you just flat out don't believe the fact that I could be a knight. Is that what you're saying? No. I believe that you could be a knight, perhaps, but a knight wouldn't lie about being somebody that he is not. And frankly, the knight that whom I believe you're speaking about uh, disappeared two years ago, I think. And uh, yeah, that was it. And who not is you? That and who would you, you to be to know the whereabouts of Sir Knight or Sir Arthur of Avalon? I keep track of all the ships around here, of course, and I believe well, this is bloody well I, the first time I've sailed a ship into port here it's not like we've met before how would you he, know anything about me being alive or dead Sheesh. he uh <laughs> he uh goes through the the journal and um he says oh where did the perhaps could you tell me which port city you sailed away from when you left avalon i sailed directly out of carleon the last time i was here so he flips to a page with Carleon and then shows the, the ledger of the day that you left, and it says that you left and doesn't say that you came back. 
Yes, so I'm, I'm returning. I was on a diplomatic voyage. I got waylaid for several years. It's been a long voyage back, but you can log me in as Sir Arthur's returning back to port. So you are not... You're not dead, is what I'm hearing. I'm not dead. Well, I, I was very close to being dead, hence me being delayed. It took me about a year to recuperate, and then I became active again, and I have to update the, the Queen and Company about my assignment. It is of the utmost importance to the stability of Avalon and the rest of Thea. And I will remind you that it is a capital offense to waylay a knight on his journey. He says, well, fair enough, Sir Knight. So we've never met in person, you say, and I, I don't believe I... My British accent has changed five times. <laughs> I don't believe that I've recognized you because uh, we've never met. You were only a name in the book. But I'll check you off as Sir Arthur returning after two years. And uh, welcome back to Avalon, Sir Knight. Thank you very much. I, I, I don't blame you. I understand, and you're just doing your job. But I want, to, I want to let you know that this ship is not a pirate ship of any kind. It's just the ship that's been escorting me. So, um, don't, uh, we won't, we won't bother you, cause any trouble, and, uh, we'll just, we'll be here for a few days. I throw up a peace sign. Sinead <laughs> <laughs> um, just has, like, Sinead... one pirate boot up on the rail, and it's just, like, <laughs> throwing pieces. As Sinead, looking piratey McPirate, flashes a peace sign dressed as a pirate. Actually, uh, I probably, I leave my pirate hat on the ship. Okay, leave the pirate hat on, hat on the ship. Yeah. Um, but Sinead, looking like a pirate, but not a pirate captain, just waves at the uh, the dock worker as you guys check into Avalon. We're about to de- venture into uh, Arthur's homeland, a place he has not been for two years. Q is running around Montaigne, finishing the last days of setting up the new regime. Will they make it? alive or something find out next time on guild fellers that's where we're gonna end the session Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.